T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to another segment. I'm Penny Wolfgang in for Buddy Shula. Healthcare and health coverage are not cheap. But have you ever wondered how a health plan spends your hard-earned dollars? Rich Argentari, Independent Health's Chief Sales and Marketing Officer, is here to give us some insight into the situation. Hello, Penny, and thanks for having me on today. Um, Well, you know, the good news from our perspective is when we look at the premium dollar, um, Independent Health spends 90 cents of that back on the care and treatment for our members. So um, while 10% is spent on administrative costs, um, such as salaries and operations and advertising and some of the other um, components of running the business, the vast majority of every premium dollar goes right back into the community for the care and service of our members. And and the way that 90 cents gets split up is, um, you know, think about the types of care that you might receive on a, um, a given year. About 28 cents goes to prescription drugs. So um, anything from a simple antibiotic to, you know, a more expensive therapeutic agent uh, to treat a a severe illness or um, help you manage a chronic disease. Um, Another 14 cents of that goes to hospital care. So um, whether you're um, an inpatient at a hospital for surgery, the supplies that um, are needed for the care that you receive while you're in there, medications, oxygen, and some follow-up care before your discharge. Um, 17 cents of that premium dollar then gets spent on your outpatient hospital care. You may go in and out on the same day for a surgery. Uh, That could be a visit to the emergency room for some treatment, or you may be receiving an infused medication. So um, we have the outpatient hospital side of that. Um, Then there's about 12 cents that are spent on primary and specialty care. Those are your visits to a physician, um, your preventative um, physicals and vaccinations and annual examinations. Um, And then about the remaining 13 cents are spent on different types of care, whether they be in occasional use of the ambulance, uh, home health care services, if you have an x-ray or an MRI. So you can see there's a wide variety of the needs of healthcare costs and services, um, and 90 cents of every dollar um, when we establish premiums are going right back to pay the providers, the hospitals, and um, the other healthcare professionals to make sure that you get the care that you need. That, that explains it, and that that you know people may say, "What happens to my money?" So the question is, which I people are always wondering, is why? Uh, what are some of the reasons why healthcare? seems to continue to rise, although 
Uh, I feel bad for you answering this since everything continues to rise. So that's kind of a crazy question, but uh, especially healthcare. So what are some of the reasons? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And, you know, unfortunately, um, it, it does cost more from year to year. Um, we do our best to try to manage that rate of increase to, to keep it as manageable as possible. Um, but some of the drivers of healthcare are the same things, Penny, that you just referenced that are the drivers of the costs of many goods and services we see, um, you know, some economic um, ones that are driving up healthcare, maybe in the current environment, um, are labor costs, right? Um, you've seen in the local market and even nationally um, shortages of home healthcare aides and nurses and other medical professionals and the hospitals and, and other provider offices needing to pay more for the staff to ensure that they have adequate resources to meet the needs and see the patients and deliver the care. So certainly that's an economic factor that's driving um, healthcare costs up, um, certainly in, in this period of time, but in, in generally any given year. Um, I think another element is technology and technology brings some really great um, opportunities and advances, but it also does create some uh, additional costs in the system. Um, it can result in higher cost to treat a disease. On the other hand, some of the technology um, brings advancements to help improve um, healthcare quality for individuals that may not have had treatments that existed um, in the past to help them manage their disease. So technology kind of has a a plus with it in terms of it's able to help us address many healthcare issues, um, but it does also have a cost equation to it that some of those new advances in therapies are you know, more expensive than some of their predecessors. Um, I think we've <clears throat> all seen and heard in the news and talked about um, the rising cost of prescription drugs and medications, and we see some brand new therapies that have come out to treat previously untreatable diseases and very rare cases, which are great in terms of addressing quality of life and, and bringing um, improved health status to those individuals that may be afflicted with that particular disease burden. But we've also seen in the news the price tag that many of those come with, um, tens of thousands of dollars a month or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, even some of those um, approaching a million dollars. And so those advances, um, also bring with it some pressures that, that drive um, the increase in healthcare costs um, through the years. And, and then I think there's another element that is talked about, and it's really the, the services that are sometimes rendered that don't add a lot of value. And so we spend money on things that may not actually lead to improved um, care or quality, or sometimes can be wasteful because they're uh, duplicative. We've spent the same money on multiple x-rays or multiple radiology services when really one read or screen may have been able to serve multiple providers, but by having that same test done two or three times by each provider, it adds cost in the system, even though that information was already available um, potentially to be shared among the, the providers. So I think those give you a little flair and a mix of some of the things that drive um, healthcare costs up year over year. Now, on the other side of the coin, I guess, is what people can do, what the patients and people can do, or the consumers, to help address their own healthcare costs. There's probably a lot of things that we, as the patient, can do to help you. 
Yeah, there's always, you know, it is a three-way process, right? The patient, the provider, and the insurer, we're all working together collaboratively to ensure we have a healthy community. Um, individuals you know, having the, the best quality of life they can from a health status. And we all play, we play a role in that. And the, the consumer um, certainly can influence and, and maybe direct the trajectory of the healthcare spend they might have um, from year to year. Um, it, it always starts with the, I think the old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And, and in this case, um, I think from a healthcare cost, so the first thing is really make sure you keep up with your um, re recommended annual and or preventive screenings, whether that's your annual physical to ensure that you're working with your primary care physician to understand your health status at any given year and the things that you can um, do to continue to maintain good health or early on learn about some things that may be um, creeping up from a disease perspective and, and help you you know, change some lifestyle decisions, whether that's a few more steps walking during the week, um, a little better, you know, diet to help um, improve your health and maintain it. Um, if it's deteriorating, get it back on, on track. So certainly the prevention, and and I will add that those services are all zero out-of-pocket costs for members. So it doesn't cost you anything to visit the physician annually to have your physical um, to have your mammography screening, your colorectal screening for, for those applicable things, your children to have their um, immunizations. And even in this most recent um, couple of years to have your COVID vaccination, there is no cost for there. So certainly that prevention goes a long way in helping um, get out in front of the potential things you might um, avoid having to spend money on in the future or um, make those more manageable expenditures because um, your health will be um, probably a few other things like diet and and uh, quitting smoking and things like that i'm sure yes those, those lifestyle choices do drive um uh, some studies will say as much as two-thirds of what we spend out of pocket on our health care are driven by lifestyle choices and and some of the the chronic conditions that can come from those whether that's um smoking and we all would know you know lung cancer uh, and those natures the Obesity, diabetes, um, chronic coronary disease, um, all of those come from um, some of the decisions we make around what we eat, um, our exercise or level of activity. So certainly, um, again, those are all within our control to continue to try to manage um, and improve our health status and therefore avoid some of the expenditures that we might ultimately have out of pocket on health care. And I'm so, I think, yeah, I'm sorry. I was gonna say then one other, I, I think if you talk about what we can control, then there is when you do need healthcare um, and you do need to consume services. I think there's some things just like being a good consumer when we're purchasing other goods and services, you know, from a healthcare perspective, there are ways that individuals can try to manage what their out-of-pocket expenses for a given service. Several years ago, you know, we talked about Oh, the urgent care was a better spot than the emergency room for some minor things on the weekends or in the evenings when your physician is closed. Now you have services like telemedicine um, that can help you in the middle of the night that are free or, or, or minimal cost rather than going to even urgent care or the emergency room. Um, Certainly when you talk about prescription drugs, there's always the opportunity with your physician to consult and see if there's a generic version of a medication, which are significantly lower out-of-pocket cost for a member. 
than a brand name drug. Uh, even when you have things like radiology, a need for an x-ray or test um, or an outpatient surgery, um, there are facilities that are standalone and ambulatory surgery centers where it may be less out-of-pocket cost for that surgery than even the outpatient department of the hospital. Um, your x-ray or radiology service in the hospital, it may be more expensive than at a standalone radiology facility. So I think those are other elements that when it is time for consumption of healthcare services, you may be able to shop or understand your out-of-pocket costs may be lower based on some of those decisions that you probably could make in consultation with your physician. Well, independent health is so um, helpful uh, in all the things that you just told us today. And not only, you know, telling us what, what they can expect and why the prices have risen and do rise, but it's really important to know what we can do as consumers to help the situation. So we thank you so much for joining us today and for giving us this information. And we have been talking to Richard Argentieri from Independent Health. And we appreciate your being with us for this segment. Please join us again. Thank you, Ben. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.